The Sportscast, May 1st, 2023. Happy May Day. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Apple Podcast. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. It will help us out tremendously. We're also on online radio 24-7. Visit us on thesportscast.net or also f- follow us on Twitter and Instagram, the Sportscast one You can also get our app, The Sportscast. Curry scored 50 points to push the Warriors into the next round of the NBA playoffs. Butler gets a sprain. Uh, ankle butt leads the heat against the New York Knicks and join us Amanda just coming off the plane from the other side of the world how Phillips well come back to the sports cast thanks Santi happy to be here and uh, fairly well rested too so how what is the key success when you travel do you sleep on the plane or you try to you know go uh, go half and half or what what is the strategy you have to sleep um, not just because 16 hours from Chicago to Auckland will drive you crazy um, if you don't, but because you have to adjust. And if you don't, if you don't get eight hours of sleep or six to eight hours of sleep somehow, if it's on your own, great. But, it, you know, I use I use drugs, um, legal drugs. Um, it, it helps you adjust. And uh, because, you know, when I go to New Zealand or Australia, it's not like I'm sitting around on the beach for four days afterwards. I usually am going for business and. You have to be ready to do it, do something. So you can't, you got to, you got to roll up ready to, ready to produce. So uh, you need to sleep. And um, I am a two ambient and a glass of wine guy. There you have it. When I went to London, uh, uh, the people from the airplane, uh, the store just advised me yet, yeah, you know, sleep. That's the best solution. Cause you don't want to get to England all tired up. If you get that sleep in the plane, you're all, uh, all set to go. Anyways. Are you ready to recap what happened this weekend in the NBA playoffs? I am. Fascinating weekend. Fascinating weekend. Let's go first uh, to the game of the weekend. They say Warriors beating the Kings in game seven. Steph Curry scored 50 points. How, if you have not noticed, 20 of th- 38 shooting, the most scored in a game seven in NBA history. Curry is the first player in Warriors history with 40 plus points in game seven. Um, hey, they beat the Kings. Your thoughts? Um, not to discount it, um, but I was, it was interesting to me that, that Steph was determined to get 50, you know, that game was in hand with about seven minutes, six, seven minutes to go. And he stayed in the game and he just shot it and shot it and shot it and shot it. I think he was uh, making a point and he made it very, um, roundly, uh, they, he was great and he was great from two. He was great from three. Um, I think he was 20 for 38 or something like that. That's, that's a remarkable volume of shooting and made all sorts of shots. And I think he turned it over once. Um, he was he was immense. He wasn't the reason they won the game, but he was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, Curry actually had a speech to his teammates the night before after they lost game six, which everyone thought they were going to win that game and close it out against the Kings. But he told, look, guys, you got to trust me. we got to win this. This is very, uh, very key to beat the Kings. Um, the Kings had a good first showing up uh, uh, to the playoffs after 16 years. Uh, young, uh, very young players. We got Fox, Sabonis. Uh, but what were your thoughts over this Kings squad? Well, I thought they were hugely impressive. And they, they would have won this game too, or been in it at least at the end, um, but for a couple of things. One, um, they lost their shooting touch. They could not score in the second half. And I'm not exactly sure why not. 
Um, Fox missed a bunch of shots. Herter felt like he was getting hot in game six, couldn't make anything in this game. Um, and they were exposed, I think, a little bit as um, as uh, too much of a three-point shooting team. It's a miss or make league. We see that even with the best teams, the Celtics, when they miss, they lose. Um, so that was part of it. They just, they went cold. But I think the main reason they lost was they couldn't get a rebound in the second half. Looney was just impossible to deal with. And I think he was impossible to deal with because Wiggins was there occupying Sabonis as well for you know, the earlier part of the series when Wiggins was just getting into game shape, he wasn't that much of a factor on the boards and Sabonis was immense. They got away with, the Kings got away with playing Harrison Barnes at the four, but Harrison Barnes can't rebound with Wiggins and can't rebound certainly with Looney. They're a very small team when you think about the fact that Sabonis is your big guy and um, Barnes is on one side and um, Keegan Murray is on the other side. That really hurt them in this game. They could not get the freaking rebound all through the second half. And I'd love to see a second chance point stat on, on the Warriors. That's not really the Warriors game. Um, you saw they tried to play Lyles with Sabonis for a while, but then they were even less potent offensively. So I think they just ran out of options, the Kings did, when they stopped making shots. Yeah, Sacramento Kings only had nine rebounds. The Golden State's 23 rebounds. So that definitely uh, was a big factor there. Oh, Kevin was that in the, Looney, second, in the second half? Uh, that was throughout the whole game. Now, it has to be more than 23 rebounds. It was offensive rebounds. <laughs> offensive rebounds. <laughs> um, 13 of which were offensive. Tied for the most they have had in any quarter in the past 20 campaigns, regular season or playoffs. And as Hal said, Kevin Looney was an inciting force, a big key uh, to this win, grabbing 10 of the Warriors' third quarter rebounds, eight of them on the offensive glass. The Warriors shot three of eight, Hal, from the field and three of five from the free throw line immediately after Looney's offensive uh, rebounds. How do you see this Warriors team? Do you think they have – I mean, yes, they do have the championship DNA in them, but is this, is this I mean, going to be a big, deep run – this year again? I think yes is the answer to that. I'm on record with my friend and um, editor Esteban, who's a massive um, Warriors fan, that I, I didn't see anybody all year long in the West that I thought would be able to take the Warriors in a series. Um, then Wiggins went out and it got a little weird. Um, you know, I think they got complacent this year, the Warriors. They just weren't up to playing road games and their record on the road showed it and i don't think they're alone amongst nba elite teams in that indifference when it comes to playing road games um so yeah they sort of mailed those in but this is not the time for mailing things in this is um a team with massive championship pedigree and they are the team to beat in the west as of now especially now that wiggins is back they're so much bigger and so much more versatile with him offensively and defensively kaminga never stepped up to like take a place in the rotation um, when I think Wiggins was out for two months um, at the end of the season. And uh, sure, he was a little rusty, but boy, he was he's fresh. And uh, they're just a completely different team with him um, on the floor. Yeah. Uh, Looney with 11 points. Uh, Thompson, Clay Thompson, 16 points. Wiggins, 17 points uh, from the bench. Uh, not much going on there. Uh, Moody. 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 High points. So I don't even know who that guy is, honestly. Neither. Um, uh, he's he's <laughs> he's getting some big minutes at a big time this season. This is a really weird game. You know, the first half was really entertaining. Um, I, I thought it was a dead heat. 
Um, third quarter and fourth quarter, both teams were terrible. They missed so many shots and they missed so many free throws. Um, the, I mean, Steph Curry missed two free throws. That never happens. It was just a weird moment in the game. And if if the Kings had stepped up and started draining some shots and get, making some rebounds at that time, I think they would have won this game. Um, Steph was determined for that not to happen, obviously, but he wasn't getting any help. But it was an ugly, ugly seven or eight minute stretch there over the third into the fourth quarter. And then all of a sudden it was 17 point lead and the game was over. It was over there. Sabonis from the Kings had 22 points. Murray, 10 points. Fox, 16 uh, from the bench. Davis had 14 points. And Monk had 14 points. Uh, this Kings team is a very young team. How do you think they, they need some tweaking or they need some uh, just more experience? I think I think they're a very good team and they're a very young team. And I think if they get a legitimate four to play next to Sabonis, they're going to be very, very tough. And I don't know why um, a good free agent wouldn't want to go there. Um, clearly, Sabonis, though, is, is an odd player. Um, the, the Warriors made a decision, I think, before game six to just let him shoot the mid-range jumper. Um, they, they slacked off of him. They, and they spread that defense around. They sagged it back and spread it out wide um, to cover the wings better. And they said, go ahead, make that shot. And um, he did in game six. He didn't in game seven. Um, but they did the same thing with, with Harrison Barnes. They said, look, we're just not going to pay enough attention to you. If you make those threes, God love you. But he did not. And uh, Murray had some moments in this game. He's going to be a good player. But, geez, you can't count on that rookie, a rookie 6'8 forward to make threes to win you a game seven against the defending champions. That's not going to work. Um, they did their best. Um, I think they um, they're a little tapped out. They 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 had a chance to they had a chance to win the series. You know, I think in game four, when Harrison Barnes had a, a pretty open three to win the game, didn't make it. And from that moment going forward, they were behind the eight ball. Team of the future, I do think so. Um, mm -hmm. At the end, Darren Fox was hugging uh, Steph Curry and Green like tight, and it felt like you know when you're kind of passing the baton for the future kind of thing i mean not now obviously because they lost but it's something like you know like when shaq no when michael jordan hugged shaq back in like the early uh back in the day hey your turn is coming and i think the sacramento kings will make it uh for sure make a splash in the future they, they, they got a massive upside and um fox you know has been in the league five years he's not uh, a kid um and he just went to another level this year you know i follow him um, pretty closely via, you know, fantasy leagues that I'm in. And, you know, he's been productive, but not this productive. And to watch him play so much in person or rather on, you know, on television during the playoffs, the, the guy's just got an amazing handle. With a broken finger, he was um, the most impressive guard, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, in these playoffs. And, you know, who else was great? Mal Malik Monk. Who yeah who was always um, one of these guys that when he came out of Kentucky, you're like, this guy is really good. He's a, he's smooth. He's confident. He's got an amazing stroke, unlimited range. He never did anything in the league until this year. I'm not sure why, but he, um, he's, you know, if they get anything close to that kind of production from him um, going forward. They're going to have a great guard rotation too. I just think they're one, one big guy away. Think about someone like Tobias Harris on this team. Or, um, or a defensive guy like Jared Vanderbilt, 6'8", 6'9", defender, who can rebound it. That, that, that's the only piece I think they're missing. How about Dylan Brooks? <clears throat> Dylan Brooks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a, 
I'm not particularly convinced by Dylan Brooks, if only because he just can't make shots. Um, he's only about six six. He's a junkyard dog, and you got to you know like that about him, and he can defend. But um, he's just not big enough to do what they need. Is he a free agent? He is a free agent after this season. He could resign with the Grizzlies, but he might go elsewhere. Well, that's a whole nother matter. The Grizzlies um, have so much, so much depth. Who do they keep? Who do they get rid of? They got some decisions to make. Yeah, and you know the the, the question is if you know Stephen Adams, if he did play, if he was healthy, would it be a different you know turnaround? You know, and, for the and, Brand, and Brandon Clark. I mean, their yeah. entire front court was gutted. They're playing Salty, Santi. Oh, your namesake, Santi Aldama. And um, and Xavier Tillman, these are good, good. Um, what they in in soccer they call squad players, but you don't want them starting against LeBron, you know, in a, in a must win um, playoff game on the road. Well, there you have it. The Warriors will face LeBron and the Lakers tomorrow night. We'll get into that preview a little bit later in the show, uh, but looking forward to that series. As Steph Curry says, it's going to be a whole different uh, series there compared to the Kings. Let's go to the East Side, the the rivalry Heat Knicks. How yesterday in South Florida, there's a lot of New Yorkers that, that who live down here. They the Knicks fans came out of, 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 of like the woodshed. They're wearing their Nick um, jerseys or Nick shirts, everything. Well, anyways, the Heat defeated the Knicks 108 101. It wasn't even close. It felt like it felt like the Heat was leading like most of the way. Of course, I think in the first half, the Knicks were kind of had a, a small lead. Um, Butler had a sprained injury uh, towards the end of the game, but um, it was a great it was a great uh, uh, game uh, for Butler, who had 25 points. Lowry had 18 points, um, but the Knicks, I don't know. I guess they were kind of shocked how good this Heat team was. Well, they they can't they can't beat the Heat. They can't even compete the Heat with the Heat without Julius Randle. He um, has hurt his hand. Um, not sure that he's really even going to play in the second game. Um, the Knicks, I thought, had a tremendous season. Um, it's a it's a typical Thibodeau team, you know, on a defensive front, and they get after it. They're very difficult to play against. They're big. They're bruising. They take care of the ball, but um, without Randall, they can't they can't score, uh, or they don't have enough scoring options. And that was pretty clear against the Heat, who just aren't very good. I see. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler went down late in that game. Um, and rolled his ankle. I, I think he's going to be okay, but um, I don't even think they need to win the next game. It wouldn't surprise me if they put him on a plane home and um, had him ready for game three back in Miami. Um, the Knicks are in big trouble. I feel bad for the Knicks um, fans on a certain level. They they just don't seem to know how to moderate their enthusiasm. Um, it, this was a fun series um, to watch if everyone was healthy, but um, I don't know if you want to break out the Knicks shirts when Julius Randle is sitting on the sideline. Um, he's just uh, he's too important to this team. They, they, they can't compete at this level without him. RJ Barrett had 26 points. Brunson had 25 and Toppin at 18. Hart had 10. Um, as Hal said, Randle is a key part and, and to beat the Heat, they got to have him. Um, as we mentioned before, Butler had 25. Vincent had 20 points, How? And Bam had 16 points from the bench. Kyle Larry at 18, as we mentioned before. Um, but I do agree with you, How I think they, 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 they should rest them for game two and get ready for game three. Um, those sprained ankles could go up to two weeks, maybe longer uh, for rest. And I hope it's not serious, but we'll have to see what the doctors say today, actually. Yeah, it was, um, you know, interesting to watch the heat. Get, like, Gabe Vincent is such a typical Eric Spolstra 
um, you know, roster find. I don't even know who he is. Um, I mean, I do now, but I don't know where he came from. Um, he's been a, a very solid player for them for two or three seasons. Um, Spolstra, he's a Spolstra creation. And he played very well in this game. He always plays well. I think they're smart. I mean, I think they've seen they're going to get more out of him physically than they'll get out of Kyle Lowry um, as a starter. So, yeah, they're bringing Lowry off the bench, and he's a, a, a pretty great substitute um, to come in and get after it and run the team and score a few points. Um, and Kevin Love, you know, is another guy that I, I knew that he would be good for them. I don't know what Cleveland was thinking getting rid of Kevin Love. I was trading tweets with um, Peter Vesey, the legendary NBA writer. I remember Peter him. Vesey. Yeah. Great broadcaster. He's a, he's a good follow on, on Twitter if you guys are interested. Um, yeah, I mean, the Cleveland – you know, has a really great young front court with um, Evan Mobley and uh, Jarrett, um, not Jarrett Harris. He's the he's the um, Oscar winning actor. Thank you. And um, no, uh, no uh, Jarrett Allen. Jarrett Allen is the other dude. Good, good front court players. Good young front court players for the Cavaliers. But they can't, you know, they can't score. They, those guys aren't great passers. And and Kevin Love can can rebound. He can pass. He knows how to play. He can shoot. From the outside and stretch defense they let him go um basically in february and he went to a eastern you know east conference rival first of all and um uh and then they were talking about uh retiring his number at the same time really weird it's that they would do that yeah it's really strange and now it's um you know that's it's to the heat's benefit he's getting um very good minutes we talked about this um kevin love at the bottom of their zone is just way, way, way better option than Duncan Robinson or even Tyler Hero, who's a pretty good rebounding guard. They're just much better in the front court with um, with uh, Love playing 20, 25 minutes a game at the bottom of that zone. Which, uh, which Hero could come back in the could come back by the time if the Heat makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's quite possible we could see him again. Is that That'll right? Be, yeah, it's uh, it's what they said a couple weeks ago. When he huh. injured against the Bucks, so that's a good sign if that's possible. But hopefully, a sprained ankle uh, with Butler is not too long. It, it just really depends how severe it is. Um, but there you have it. Uh, game two is on tomorrow, actually. So hey, one more thing, Santi. Um, yeah. When they were scanning the the the, New York, the Madison Square Garden crowd for for celebrities, they they jumped around to a, a bunch of them, and then they showed uh, a guy in a in knit cap who I could have sworn it was Eminem. Um, <laughs> But then I was like, wait a minute, he's on the bench. Oh, it's Tyler Hero. And that's the cast on his hand. So um, separated at birth, Tyler Hero and Eminem. There you go. And also Aaron Rodgers was at the game as well. Mm. So he has uh, some time on his hands while being up there as a new Jet <laughs> quarterback. Um, let's go into the predictions tonight. Game one, Sixers at the Celtics. These two have a long history and rivalry. How remembers it? Um, what are your thoughts over this series? Um, Joel Embiid is not, I, I, I believe he will not be playing tonight at least, but your thoughts over this series? Uh, it, it should be an excellent series. I really respect the Sixers. I think, um, what did they start? Like one and seven? Um, they started terribly and everyone was calling for Doc Rivers' head and I'm not the biggest you know, Doc Rivers fan, but um, they have a very interesting roster and if Harden produces for them the way that roster has been designed, um, they're very, very difficult out. Uh, I think the Celtics are better, um, and I think they should win. Um, but uh, if if MB, if MB doesn't play tonight, 
And even if he doesn't play tomorrow night and he's ready to go in game three, I don't know that the Sixers are behind any kind of eight ball. They've, you know, they're not expected to win um, on the road. They have to win at least once, but they'll get two more chances to do that if the series goes six or seven games. Uh, you know, I was watching Denver the other night and uh, destroy the Suns. They play next and we can talk about them a little bit more. But I was interested to see that they start, they, you know, they, they start Aaron Gordon, who was great in that game against the Suns, and they start, you know, Contavious Caldwell Pope, the infamous KCP. And they really play Pope because he's a defender, you know, and, and there's really the only two starting players on the Nuggets lineup who are, you'd consider plus defenders. And you look at through the league, you know, and if you're watching the playoffs, count up the, the, re, the real plus defenders that all of these teams have at their disposal. You know, the Heat really only have three that they start. Um, the Knicks only have three. Um, the Lakers have three. Um, with with, uh, with uh, um, our friend Andrew Wiggins, now the, the Warriors have three. That's the minimum you've got to have to compete in this league. Um, I don't think the Suns have three, but, um, and I think um, it's charitable to say that the Sixers have three, but you know who has four, five, six? The Celtics. And that's why I like them. It's not because I'm a Boston homer. They have, they start four plus defenders and then they bring Brogdon or Derek White off the bench. I mean, they are deep and they all get after it. I think that is why they're favored. That's why Vegas favors them, not Hal Phillips. They're, exactly. Um, now, did you see any red flags when uh, when they played against the Hawks in that series? Is that something they thought, well, maybe they could have finished them off earlier? But your thoughts over that series, how it ended? No, a lot of my Boston friends were like, oh, my God, this team hasn't made any progress. They're just completely um, uh, losing their composure late in the games like they did last year. Um, but look, they, they won last year, and they went as far as they did last year because – they smothered teams and they scored enough to beat those teams. And they're going to do the same thing this year if they're successful. They're not going to outscore. If they think they're going to outscore people and win an NBA championship, they're going to lose. Um, they're going to win by by being better defensively across the board than their opponent and scoring enough to win. We've seen it all year in Boston. They've lost some terrible, terrible games to bad teams because they're so reliant on the three-point shot. It's going to happen. Um, they're going to shoot badly and lose. And it's going to happen against Sixers. It's going to happen against um, the Heat if they play them in the finals. And it'll happen in the Western, in the, in the NBA final, if they are so lucky as to get there. But they can cover their ass by the fact that they have always on the floor four or five plus defenders. And that is what makes them an, an elite team. So I hope they don't forget that. And I hope they keep leveraging it. I just wish they... They, like uh, many other teams, when they need a freaking bus bucket at the end of the game, they just don't give it to Tatum and have him go one-on-one -on -one and clear out for him. It never produces a good result for the Celtics. I would argue it very rarely uh, um, works for any NBA teams except for Steph Curry and the Warriors. There you have it. Who And who will take A1? I'm, I'm guessing Boston. Who, who's um Who's hosting? No, no. Who... Who will take game one? Oh, I think the Celtics will win, especially if Embiid doesn't play. Um, I like the Celtics to win in six, um, but it could go seven. They could lose. Um, I think we should, uh, we've talked about this too, Santi. I think that these are the most wide open NBA playoffs we've ever seen. I think it's great. Um, I'm really, it's very NHL 
um, sort of worthy in that way. And I'm really bummed. Just, no Panthers out. I know. I'm really, I'm just really very, very cross that uh, Boston lost to the Panthers last night. It's very disappointing. Yeah. And, and they were telling me, like, you know, how the Panthers did those trades uh, this year, which will help them to become more playoff proof. And it kind of, kind of uh, displayed it last night. This happens every year in the NHL. And it's what makes the Stanley Cup playoffs so very compelling. The Avalanche lost last night to the Kraken um, in seven games at home. So it's not Boston alone, but this happens every year. A top seed goes out early and all of a sudden, you know, uh, all the presumptions and all the, the the information we might have gathered from the regular season is worthless. And I, the President's Cup, yeah, the, don't win it. <laughs> I'm, when they stopped calling it the Art Ross Trophy, um, I lost all interest and in, in, uh in the and the president's cup santi who cares it doesn't mean anything it really never did but that's what makes the nhl playoffs great the team can get hot and win the whole freaking thing and um uh i think that that is wide open it's wide open look at the lakers they're a seven seed now they could come in and win it all which speak of the devil lakers and warriors how do you see this series how obviously i think it's gonna be a little bit easier than the kings for the warriors but your thoughts uh uh, you, you, so you think you the Warriors have found the Kings? Well, I think that this is going to be just as hard, if not a harder series, um, because they are playoff tested. You, that's a veteran team that they're playing in L.A. And L.A., that, that trade they made changed that team. They are now a uh, pretty complete, Russell. deep team with their two studs seemingly healthy. Um, A.D. was incredible in uh, the last three or four games of the Memphis um, series. Again, did he score a lot? I don't even know. He was an incredible defensive force against the Grizzlies. Turned that tide. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that Wiggins is going to have to have a huge game, a huge series against the Lakers because they're big. They rebound it well. And other than Looney, I don't think the Warriors really do. Draymond's a good rebounder. He's 6'6", and if you have him covering somebody on the wing, he's not there to rebound. Wiggins is going to have to man up and really produce um, on the boards for the for the Warriors to win that series. But I have no idea what will happen in that series. No idea. You? You're saying the Lakers can win the series? Sure now? They can win the series. Why wouldn't they? I think they could. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. I mean, right. what does Vegas say? I don't even know, but I bet it's um, I bet it's uh, very close. It's part of the Warriors. I'm like the Warriors, but very. Uh, it's it's not a 50-50 bet. It's it's um, I'm I'm saying it's it's not pick 'em, but it's not a yeah. it's not a it's not a huge spread there. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be shocked. If we'll Vegas, see what happens. I'd be shocked if Vegas picked Warriors in an overwhelming fashion. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry says it's going to be a whole different series. Didn't, I'm not sure exactly what he meant from that, but I bet it's going to be difficult either way. Suns and Nuggets. Nuggets are up 1-0 in the series. Your thoughts and who's going to take game two? Uh, no one's talking about the Nuggets, are they? Um, I really like them. I, and, you know, everyone, <laughs> until, in, until the Nuggets just destroyed them, um, what was it, Saturday night? The yeah, it was Saturday night. The Suns had not had not lost a game when Durant had played, except for the very first one he played. So they lost that game. This is you know late in the regular season or March, wherever. They won 15 games in a row with him in the lineup, and that was the first game they lost. I think they've run up against a team though that um, they have a difficult time matching up with. I love watching Aiton play. Jokic, um, it, it you know Jokic plays um, you know like a point forward, so he's facing the basket a lot, and and Aiden is actually very very good at defending in that way. It looks like a couple of six five guys going at it 
you know, in the mid-range. And uh, Aiden has his flaws. He's not the dominant center that a lot of people wanted him to be. But, geez, he plays Jokic real well. Um, but, geez, they have too many too many weapons, um, the Nuggets do. that when If they're going to get, I think they got 25 points out of Aaron Gordon. If that happens, um, I don't know that the Suns can win. They're just not deep enough. And they've got to be getting tired. Chris Paul, 37 years old. And uh, we'll see how long he can go. But who knows? I think the Suns may come back and, and they're going to give him a game. They, they really rolled over on Saturday night. Wouldn't surprise me if the Suns win this game. But I think this one's going to go seven. Yeah, I think it might go that deep. It's going to be all the series are going to be pretty good. I don't think there's going to be a sweep of any types or any type of sort. There might be, you know, best case scenario, six game series, but it might go down to the wire. Uh, but there you have it. Semi final uh the nba playoffs are are commencing of course and i have to bring this up liverpool beating tottenham 4-3 they were up 3-0 3-1 for most of the match and then liverpool came back i mean well tottenham came back and tied it and then jota scored that winning goal yeah that was you know for how and i know people don't sit around at home worrying about my psyche but uh that was a bad day yesterday um, I flew in, flew home, and I had a really big day Saturday. Got a lot of stuff done around the house that you know, I hadn't been here for two weeks. And uh, just sat around yesterday. Got a bunch of work done in the morning and then watched watched Spurs lose that game in just horrifying fashion. I almost turned it off at 3-1 because they were just nowhere nowhere near being in that game. And um, stayed with it, though, and I was like, oh, my God. They tied it back up and then gave up that goal. Terrible. Then the Bruins lost. I really sort of was rooting for the Kings. Although my friend Esteban will be very disappointed to hear that. But I was. I was. I wanted them to win. They lost. I was even hoping the Knicks would win because I really don't like the Heat. Um, and all my teams lost yesterday. That's that's um, I'm long and short. And all my teams won yesterday. So good for you, Santi. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Sabbath, and um, you seem like a God-fearing man. So you, you had it coming. I had a good day. I can't believe it. I can't believe the Panthers won the Heat. I, I saw it coming. Liverpool saw it come in, so I can't. I, I cannot say that I did not have a good day. I had a, I had a blast, but anyways, how we're out of time. <laughs> what is the best way to reach you to talk to you about some basketball? That's right. Um, I'm at um, at Mandarin Hal on Twitter, and uh, my new book Generation Zero you can get on Amazon. It's a soccer book, uh, but you can also check out uh, HalPhillips.net for all my basketball writing. Absolutely. And U.S. has hired Matt Crocker as their sporting director. Yeah. So he comes from Southampton. And I've been hearing, I think Marsh is in the lead for the hire. Well, for the US he team. nearly, well, when Marsh got fired from Leeds, which doesn't look like a very good move right now, does it? Um, the um, uh, It was rumored that he would go to Southampton. And it, it seemed like it was sort of a done deal. And then it fell apart, that deal. So uh, Crocker was the director of football operations, um, soccer operations at Southampton. He's Welsh, but he has a ton of experience working with the English FA and the English national team. Pretty good hire, I think. If you're looking at the guys that they might have too, yeah. you know, hired, someone like Oguche on Yewu, um, you know, I think he um, is a good candidate, but you know, he runs, I think, a, a, a small Belgian club, first division, but a Belgian club, just not the same class Southampton don't be you know fooled by the fact that they 
might get go down this year. They they have they're in transfer market business at a very very high level because they're in the Premier League. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty good hire, and if they get Marsh in the deal, then I think it's a win win. I think it's a win win and a good stand in, and hopefully. Uh, have a good presence for the 2026 World Cup hosted here in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. So looking forward to those events. And that cracker starts until August, but I'm sure he's probably doing some things on the side to get things going. Uh, you can reach us at thesportscast.net or the Sportscast one on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll be f- f- following along with the NBA playoffs. NHL is getting excited as well. And uh, we'll see if Man City ends up with the Premier League again, probably. Anyways, how... Thanks for coming on to the sports game. Always my pleasure, Sante. Cheers.